Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. It's been a fun morning. Yeah, you could say that. I started my day by crying like a baby. I started my day by going, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've we've had the conversation about this potential Smash character reveal and kind of what my opinion on it is as well. I'm like, yeah, I'd be cool with it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's way more that I'd rather have. <laughs> My thing is, I it would feel great, but I've always held the position that it could literally never happen because of all the licensing, and now, like, here we are. It feels oh. like a dream. So, we'll get to what we're talking about if you haven't seen it in a bit. But, um, DJ, how, how has your week been? What you been playing? I've had a pretty good week, honestly. Like, shockingly good. Uh, we started our week last well Tuesday I guess um went from there a couple of just off days boring and then Friday was our boy Matt's birthday party um I got absolutely blackout drunk I think Luke took care of me for most of the party uh and I wasn't too embarrassing so that's nice I had to make sure I like keep I kept coming back because like so there was a point where like all right everybody was pretty everybody was kind of drunk except like maybe one or two people but like for the most part i think bj was the drunkest i started Um, way before everybody else he pre-gamed um but there was a point where bj just kind of sat on this bench outside and was like on his phone i guess trying to like kind of calm himself down and then you ended up just like pretty much just falling asleep or or not falling asleep but like resting your eyes i guess yeah i i got really dizzy and i was like i'm gonna take a nap right here yeah so for BJ, he the way he tells it is he, he, he laid down on the bench, and then at 5 in the morning, he woke up inside the house on a couch with a blanket on him. I have no idea how I got there. Uh, well, I can tell you that story. It was, it's very uneventful. All I did was like, hey, BJ, come on, we're moving you inside. He's like, okay. <laughs> and then uh, we moved him. That sounds like yeah. me. <laughs> we set you on the couch. Um, I, I got the blanket out. She's like, tucked you in. I was like, all right. Have sweet dreams, and you went, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. And then I went to go have cookies because one of our old friends, Millie, made cookies to help sober people up. And it was so great. I was the first one to fall asleep at this party too. Yes. Great. That will. And to be fair, you also were the first to leave though. Like the, you were the first to like check out. Like someone else had to go because his wife came, and they're like, all right, we gotta leave and whatnot. And so they left. Um, okay, that's fair. But you, you definitely were the first to just kind of say, I'm, I'm done for the night. I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was, it was more so me and Matt just kind of like, hey, is BJ good? And I'm like, yeah, I think he's fine, but we should probably move him to a couch. And so then, yeah, we moved you to a couch. Well, thanks for moving me to the couch. It wouldn't have been fun sleeping outside. It was very wet the next morning. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, you left your cup at the house that I, I saw. I, as I was leaving, <laughs> I just saw it right by the bench. I'm like, ah, oh, that's BJ's. Poured out whatever was in it and then brought it to my car it was pure poison that yeah, was in that, that point, cup yeah at that point it was straight poison um but no it was a really fun party though played smash uh we had some really good tacos yeah you uh i was too drunk to make my own tacos and i was like luke you were born for this moment make me some tacos <laughs> it, it was funny too because like even drunk me was like like i i remember this detail vividly mm-hmm. because i was like i was I, in my head i went i'm putting in my ratatouille shit and i'm like <laughs> sprinkling stuff on the thing like i'm like i'm like like literally flinging at the tacos like trying to trying to make them fancy and i guarantee you <laughs> had i just seen them sober it just would have been like 
just shit on a tortilla. Yeah, but uh, I think I was on the phone with Millie's mom at that point, yeah. so I wasn't paying attention to what you were doing. Yeah, you well, you were on the phone with Millie's mom at some point. Yeah, and I was making I was making tacos around that same time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, I remember because you asked me to make you tacos, and then I made the ta- and I said, "Hey, I made you tacos." You went, "You made me tacos," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you asked," <laughs> and and you were like. Bro, you're the best. <laughs> That's why I like drinking. You forget about things, and then everything is a fun surprise. It makes you happy. It was it was it was hilarious because I'm like, this motherfucker really is drunk. <laughs> like I wasn't drunk enough to forget things. I was just drunk enough to be like, I'm gonna have more fun, <laughs> right? So, and I feel like I played my drunkest up a bit to where I'm like, I'm drunk. Might as well just push it a bit further. Mm-hmm. And because like that's tend to what I do. Like if I if I know. It's a good time. I might as well push the good time more, but definitely. But I, I can kind of switch it off. There's a point where I had to call. I think it was my mom, and I immediately I went from like, yeah, totally. I went, hey mom, how you doing? <laughs> so it was it was it was a fun party though, and it definitely I definitely I want to do that more often. Not enough to get me blackout and become an alcoholic, but right. enough that I'm like, hey, this is fun. I also hadn't been drunk in so long, like fun there are people around also drinking drunk mm-hmm. so i was like i'm gonna go hard tonight yeah and i accomplished my goal and i wasn't embarrassing mostly it was it was it was a good it was a good party so shout out to matt shout for, out to matt for becoming x age yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well we got some news stories or actually no yeah forget we do this every week what have you been playing vj I haven't been playing much, to be honest with you. Um, I've dabbled a little bit in Fortnite. I really don't like the way they did EXP this season. Um, but besides that, I've been watching a lot, I feel like. Uh, I've started and finished Squid Game between the last podcast and now. Um, it's a great show. I really recommend everybody go check that out, especially if you're into like Danganronpa and Death Game type stuff. Um it was really substantial the uh the english dub wasn't that bad but i still think i prefer it with just the subtitles my brother watched it completely in english because as he says and it's a very it's still a good argument is he's like i would rather pay attention and hear the english and pay attention to not only the acting but the everything going around and things like yeah. that so and i think for it's different when you're watching like an english dub anime Definitely. But, like, there's something about seeing live action where you don't want to watch subtitles mm-hmm. unless you, like, have to. But, like, because even, even in a movie, right, where, like, they have someone who speaks in another language and they give you the subtitles, my eyes immediately read what the, what's going on there. Yeah, so you're missing the facial expressions, the body movement, and all this stuff. So what I definitely I, agree with that point. Is is the dub good, though? I think it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, they they did what they could with what they had. Yeah. It's not like anime where you can just extend a scene and add some lip flaps or whatever. They have to try to match up with the uh, the mouth movements a little better. Um, but I thought it was good. The voice actors that they got were pretty solid. Um, yeah, I, I recommend it either way. So I need to see it. I still need to. My brother's now, now my brother's told me to watch it. I'm like, okay, fine. So I, it's it's on the list. I will be checking it out soon uh it has made me want to go back and watch hunger games though yeah like the the idea of like that kind of dystopian like here you will win something but everybody else is gonna die 
type yeah. shit is kind of cool. And I just I, watched a really long video essay on that. It's really weird that you bring Hunger Games up. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't have the Blu-ray, so I think I'm gonna have to find. I don't know if they're on a service or not. So I have no clue because it's like Lionsgate, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Gotta get Lionsgate Plus. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, Squid Game seems cool. I'll I'll check it out soon. There's definitely gonna be a season two now. Well, with how huge it's gotten, absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's no way they're not gonna capitalize on this shit. And there's there's a big avenue for it to continue. I won't spoil anything because you haven't seen it, but like, I want to see where this shit goes. Yeah. So. Anything else you've been watching, or just kind of generic? Uh, I watched one other thing that I think. Are we still making it the main topic? Our viewing together? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, what? The way you worded that, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so we both watched that one, so that can kind of become a topic later, I Sweet. guess. But yeah. Okay, so anything else? Or nah? Nah, that's been pretty much it. How about you? Uh, I have been watching a lot of stuff. Still watching Grimm. Still really like the show. I'm at. I'm, season three to me is, is kind of like. Okay. It's still good, but like, I I can't I can't pinpoint where some of my disappointment is, mm-hmm. and I think I think Nick's character, either the actor or how they've written the character is a bit off, and some of the plot points don't make sense. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm hoping when I finish the season I can have the whole you know, and then make the deduction, but we'll see. Um, but it's still good. Like, it's still pretty quality. I, <clears throat> I actually really like Grimm. So, nice. uh, definitely recommend that one. I have been, uh, played a couple games. I, I started Rune Factory 4. Nice. I bought that just cause I'm like, yeah, well, might as well. I need to pick that one up. It, it's, it's still as fun as the 3DS one. Um, and it, it's one of those chill games that I will play periodically whenever. Yeah. It's um, the the in-between filler yeah. game yes yeah, that's, that's not the i'm gonna dedicate my time to this one that's the oh you know what i'll plant some things here and then log off right um but i've also picked up out of sheer boredom and nostalgia the power rangers fighting game oh the uh battle yeah. for the grid yes. nice pick up the super edition for the switch so i have it's a bug um so there I have like all the DLC, the Chun-Li and, and Ryu uh, outfits. Just their, their Power Ranger outfits look sick as hell. I haven't seen those yet. They the only content that cool. I have is um, like the first pass that came with the limited run version of the mm-hmm. game. But I'd, I'd love to see Chun-Li and Ryu in Power Ranger garb. Yeah, so I bought the Super Edition, so it had everything with it. Mm. Um, the story mode's pretty fun because it's Lord Draken. That whole Boom Studios comic thing, at least so far. Right. Um. And I cut. And they got. They got our boy, Jason. Jason. I think it was it Jason David Frank or whatever his name. The, Tommy Oliver. Yeah. He voiced him. And I was like, cool. Nice. Good. Um. So far, it's. It is a very hard fighting game, at least for me, who doesn't play, because, the first training battle, which this is my, gripe about fighting games, they never actually teach you how to play. I feel like, a story yeah. mode is the way you teach someone how to play the game. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I'm I'm trying to get used to it. I got my ass handed to me by the Pink Ranger. Damn. First first step, because I'm like, Jesus Christ. But um, It's got to feel bad. I mean, considering that she's got a bow and arrow and I got this dinky little dagger. That's true. Yeah. she The first move, she jumped and shot seven like arrows at me, and I went, fuck me, I guess. 
Um, but no, the, it's really fun actually, and it's and it got me in my nostalgic feels to kind of go back and I started watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers again. Nice. It holds up surprisingly well. See, I I watched through maybe like forty episodes a couple months ago, um, and I I really like the show. The only problem I have with it is they only have one track of music that they use for everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I get so sick of that guitar well, lick. The thing is, you at, at some point you're like, okay, this show was not meant to do as well as it probably should have. Yeah, and 100%. you can you can tell because every one of these actors, like, just started. Yeah, I can guarantee you, the Blue Ranger has never acted in his life. Uh, Kimberly's character actor actress probably acted a couple times, mm-hmm. which she went on to do some cool stuff, but like. Um, it's still just like, oh yeah, you are all new to this job. And then Tommy is just, you're going to be a Power Ranger for the rest of your life until you die. <laughs> well, and for his is actually, like, he's become the Legacy Ranger, which he loves it, so good on him. Which is great, because he, he started as the fan favorite, and they know that now, so every time they need something big, they're like, alright, call this motherfucker. They, on that Beast Morphers one, they brought the Red Ranger back, like OG Red Ranger, and I was nice. like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool. Is that the one where Tommy gets that morpher and he can go through all of his different ranger forms? I didn't know that was a thing. It yeah. was like a 20-year anniversary thing they did, and he, he fights this big bad, and he's like changing between his different costumes and using their different abilities. It's crazy. I need to find that, because no, I haven't seen that, because <laughs> while I've also been watching, I, I actually plan to go through the original run of Power Rangers, so like Mighty Morphin to... The one before Disney bought it. So, like, I think that's... It's the one with Virgil in it. The what now? Dan Southworth played the Quantum Ranger. Okay. Wow. So Virgil is a Power Ranger. And fun fact, Johnny Young Bosch was the Black Ranger in Mighty Morphin for a while. So he also played a Power Ranger. Damn. So Nero and Virgil, like father, like son, (laughs) both Power Rangers. I still maintain that SPD is the best, but uh, that's just because of my nostalgia. That one is huge nostalgia for me, but I love it mostly because, I'm going to be real with you, the best outfit is is the Shadow Ranger. Yeah. That is the coolest shit. 100%. Like, plus, he's got a sword. Like, just part of his fucking thing. I'm like, that's the coolest fucking thing. I don't care what anybody tells me. That shit's awesome. Um, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to ever watch those. Mm-hmm. Once again, because those are strictly, I know for a fact, nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but like, from what I can tell, uh, people seem to have a, a love for like, because Mighty Morphin in space and all those other ones were made at a time where like you could kind of be more serious with kids' content. Right. Where when the when Disney bought them, they became like very safe, kid friendly, you know, stuff. And so now Nick has it and. Uh, I don't know if it's the first one they've had, but I know the new one actually has a legitimate uh, lesbian ranger. So that's, or bisexual, I don't know. Point is, she's dating a girl. Uh, but that's there. That's so, nice. And I think that's more of a Nick thing, because Nickelodeon tends to be more open with that. Nowadays. Disney. Nowadays, yeah. Um, Disney's less so, but they still have some of their stuff. It's just, you know, very subtle. Right. Um. But yeah, no, I'm a... Mighty Morphin's good. 
And then out of sheer boredom, because every everyone that I, I I talk to online or anywhere says that one of the best new age Power Rangers shows is RPM, mm. and that's the one I never saw. So I started watching that, and yeah, within the the first episode, by the way, doesn't have the Power Rangers till the very end, like very end of it, and the whole first part is you are chilling with this dude named Dylan driving in a post-apocalyptic wasteland in his cool Camaro Charger thingy um, trying to find this this last safe haven city. That sounds really sick. And I'm like, okay, cool. I meet this kid Ziggy and he's like this hyperactive spaz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, okay, I got it. And then, yeah, episode two, it's like, all right, you, you're the Black Ranger. And he's like, no. And they're like, what do you mean no? He's like, no, fuck off. So he goes to jail, and then later they go, okay, fine, you can be the, like, he goes, fine, I'll, I'll be the Black Ranger. And, like, I don't know, it was, it was actually, it was actually pretty good. It's got a, you know, you know, the Rose McIver, the girl from iZombie? Yeah. She's the Yellow Ranger. Huh. Yeah. And then, um, one of the villains is played by, I think it's Adelaide, is her name, or Adelaine. She plays Cora Hale in Teen Wolf and starred as Mary some historical figure in that CW show rain. Interesting. So like, I'm like, huh? I like, I'm like sitting here going, I actually know these two and they've actually gone and done really good stuff. And I'm like, yeah, damn, my sister, she loves a zombie. And from what I've seen, it's actually pretty solid. I've seen season one and most of two. So what I saw was great. I just never got around to finishing it. I need to, but yeah, no, I parenters is weird. Cause like it is, it's based off a Japanese thing. Yeah. And a lot of their stuff is just footage from that. And I I'm gonna be real, bro. I wanna see someone else take a take. Alright, we're back. Yeah, the we thought that everything broke. <laughs> well I mean it almost did. We almost weren't gonna have be able to do a podcast with our mics. Might have had to start over with uh, just my laptop audio. Yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Uh, but back to our previous conversation, Power Rangers good. Yeah, old Power Rangers is good. <laughs> I haven't seen the Disney ones. RPM is all right. I don't want to have to go through that whole conversation again. Yeah, it was a lot of Power Rangers. Anyway, um, let's get to our news. Um, make sure I've got the right one pulled up. All right. So first, I'm gonna have you're gonna have to be the one to watch the the thing. By the way, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm okay. keeping a close eye on it now. Okay, cool. Um, all right. The first thing that I think both you and me probably care about, uh, there's a battle, a new battle royale game, mm-hmm. but it's Ghost Recon. Okay, cool. There. All right, that's <laughs> the end of that one. I'm I'm kind of mad because I wanted I kind of wanted more like like a Wildlands again. I just want Splinter Cell. Well, they're never giving. They know that Splinter Cell is like is like Nintendo's Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, where they, that's when they they pull it out when they need to pull it out. I'm, I guarantee you they'll be selling a Sam skin for twenty bucks as soon as the game comes out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, speaking of skins, I have a piece of news that I want to bring Ooh, up. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Unite recently released their newest microtransaction today. Mm. It's a skin for uh, Alolan Ninetales, where it's just like traditional Japanese garb on a fox. Yeah. Uh, guess how much it costs, Luke? 15 bucks. $40. Oh, wait, what the fuck? Why? 
this is a microtransaction for $40, and it's a skin for a Pokemon that doesn't affect the game. Man, I'm so glad I'm not playing Unite. Yeah. Oh my gosh, fuck that. $40 is like the price of a whole ass game. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I just felt the need to bring that up, because that's infuriating. That's... Yeah, you're talking about egregious microtransactions. Holy shit. That's not even a microtransaction. That's a that full-ass transaction. That's a <laughs> that's a macro transaction. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Alright, so yeah. Fuck Pokemon Unite. Me and my homies all hate Pokemon Unite. Yeah, I'm not gonna turn that game on again. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, dude. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> on to <laughs> onto some good news. Uh, apparently. Um, Blue Point recently been bought by Sony. Nice. They might uh, be remaking Bloodborne. Ooh. Now this comes according to Colin Moriarty, former IGN, former Kind of Funny, currently with his group Last Day Media. He has some industry. He still has some industry pull mm-hmm. in a way, like kind of like he knows people. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he still has those relationships. He's so. just he's a lot. He's pretty much just been ostracized because he's one more conservative. Two. Mm-hmm. He has made some questionable jokes in the past. Right. Um, one of which got him fired. Damn. Uh, because he made a joke about, you know, you remember that, uh, like, the women didn't, didn't go to work in, like, a protest day? Yeah. He, he made a tweet said, uh, ah, peace and quiet. Uh, it's, like, national. <laughs> like, well, yeah. And, and it's, like, sure, it's not very tasteful. Yeah, but like also, it's a it's, it's a, a joke. joking tweet. It's a very and clear joke. Not like he's being legitimately like ah uh, yeah fuck women. Yeah, but um yeah. Anyway, he still has those friends in uh in the industry, and if this is the case, he also specifies that they might. This one's more of pipe dream shit, but they might be the ones behind Bloodborne too. See, it it makes sense to me because they uh, they did that thing recently where they were talking about big Sony games coming to PC and Bloodborne wasn't there. Yep. So if they plan to remake it, that makes a lot more sense now. And hey, Blue Point remade Demon Souls pretty well. I would say, yeah. Give and them. Shadow of the Colossus, mm. which was fucking phenomenal. I'd say give them a shot. I mean, if they if they can remake those two games pretty well, Bloodborne I think works. And then yeah, FromSoft's not doing anything with it. Yeah, they actively want to talk about how much they didn't like Bloodborne. So I mean, I think Bloodborne is is a Sony IP, so that's probably why. Yeah, they don't have full creative control over it, probably. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm excited for this if it's true. Obviously, rumor and leak, who knows? But he's pretty he's pretty confident about it, so I'm hoping so. And yeah, this, that would and, be great. And this one is saying he's actually heard something, not. Hey, you know, I feel like this could happen. Yeah. It's him saying I've I've heard. So, yo, if that's if that's the case, hell yeah. Um this one is good for me. Um According to Jeff Grubb, he pretty much told people like cuz there was a leak that came out earlier mm-hmm. and he he said, "Hey, no, I this yeah, I've heard the same thing." Sly Cooper exists and is coming back. Hell yes. I want that so bad. Yeah, like, that... That's a bright light in the future. <laughs> I... That's probably, like, my second of what I want coming back from, from Sony. The first is still Jack and Daxter. But I will take Sly Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think if Sly does well, Ratchet and Clank seems to have been doing well, I think they'll be like, okay, it's time for Jack. 
I hope so. Jack and Daxter is such a forgotten gem at this point now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's become kind of a cult classic in this day and age. So, at least they did put them out on the PS4. So, like, they're they're readily available, but still, that's true. I'm glad to see that uh, people are still able to buy them and play them on newer consoles. And if they if they wanted to do just like a bigger remaster of the uh, the games they already have, I'd be okay with that too. Yeah. Oh man. Um. This one's really cool. Um. Bioshock RTX remaster from the Nvidia leak might actually be real. Ooh. Um, and it's gonna be all three games. That would be incredible. I hope so. I, I, granted, I already have all three of the games with like the collection. Mm-hmm. But you give me a remake that like, or remaster, I guess, that makes them look prettier. I'm all in. Yeah, because I mean they they look great at the time, but nowadays they kind of show their age. Um, I mean they're still very enjoyable and, you know, definitely playable. But like the horror moments don't really hit you that hard because of the I, graphics. See, you say that, but I will sit there and. That game and like the Metro games, I think, hit you still because of the tension that they cause. That's true. Um, because like Bioshock, sure, it's not nearly as pretty looking anymore, but like, fuck you, those that like, especially when you first drop into Rapture, mm-hmm. that creepy girl, yeah, thing, yeah, fuck that. I'm still terrified of that. Like, Bioshock is legitimately terrifying. That's true. I and kind of in a way, I feel like it's become sort of a uh, Alice Madness Returns type of thing. Yeah. Where it's like the the graphical limitations kind of give it its own art style in a way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to do it, but exciting all nonetheless. Um, This is a weird one. Now, again, rumor, but um, somebody named, I think it's S-H-P-E-S-H-A-L underscore Nick. I'm not pronouncing the first part. <laughs> Uh, has stated that Kojima's Xbox game is an existing IP, but as far as he knows, Kojima is not making Silent Hill. Also, the Metal Gear Solid remake is real, but not from Bluepoint. Okay. This might help with the Bloodborne rumors, as if that's what Bluepoint's working on, and someone else is Metal Gear. That, that makes me wonder who they would trust enough to give Metal Gear to. Well, so it's still Konami, so they still own that license, but I wonder if it's Sony going to them saying, we'll pay to help make the game. Like, you don't yeah. have to pay much out of pocket. We'll, we'll pay for the production. So I wonder, yeah, who who could you see that? Ooh, well, no, that's still another IP. I don't know if that would work, but Ben Studio, the Days Gone devs. I could see that. I could see them trying that, yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Sony Studios. I don't know mm-hmm. if Konami is doing it themselves, but honestly, Bend, and then maybe, I mean, Naughty Dog, but they're busy with remaking yeah. the first Last of Us for no reason and making their multiplayer game. I think Naughty Dog would do a good job at remaking Metal Gear. I think they would make the emotional points hit pretty hard, but they are way too deep into their Last of Us bag right now. Yeah. Um, I think Insomniac would be great to do it, but they're working on they're 50 busy. billion games yeah. a year. So I want to know the size of their team. They haven't said anything about it, but I really want to know because like that... I don't know, man. And then Kojima working on an Xbox game that it's an existing IP. Because at first, because I know their whole letter of intent thing, the rumors were behind like a cloud-based thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that existing IP could be. Is it something that he's worked on in the past? Is it 
an Xbox exclusive that's been dormant? Like, what? I don't know what, what it could be. I have no idea, but Kojima working on an existing franchise, that's promising, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, well, let's get to our, probably our last news story for the gaming side of things, and then we'll do a big spoiler thing for what we what else we did um smash bros had its final presentation today for ultimate mm-hmm. it's the final dlc character for this game um and what a way to close it yeah it was i you know the music helped with like the swelling like emotions that music always hits <laughs> always um if you want to make me cry just play that on your phone in front of me <laughs> yeah um, for those who have either not seen it, because by the time this comes out, you, everyone will know, Sora from Kingdom Hearts is the final DLC character from Smash. The one character everybody was like, probably not happening. Yeah. Because, despite him being in a Square Enix game, Sora is owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. Disney has full rights over that character, I guess. And, um, now he's in Smash. Yeah, it was... It was a hope, but never a uh, an expectation. I fully expected someone like Crash Bandicoot or like I, people kept saying Doom Guy, but I'm like, no, he'd be in Mortal Kombat if anything. Well, he was in the presentation. <laughs> yeah, well, but you know what I mean. Like having a full playable Doom Guy. Yeah. People would get p- pissed because he's not bloody enough. That's so, true. So yeah, him being in like Mortal Kombat's a whole different thing. But even then, I don't think he fits in that game either. Yeah, that's that's fair, but um. The it was it, it was a good presentation. I like I like that they got the me me fighters out the way first. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna definitely. show these, whatever, screw off. And then they're like, Alright. Here it is. I like that they start off like the first ultimate trailer starts with like the the the, the Smash Bros logo and all the all the characters turn into the trophies because the light goes away. Yeah, that was some beautiful like symbolism there. Like... I I thought it was a Dark Souls thing. I did too when, because when the it key hit like the ground, the, uh, it looked like the bonfire. the bonfire, and I was like, "No fucking way!" <laughs> and then no, then they Solaire. went. <laughs> well, I feel like it would have just been like like the undead, you know, chosen or like the the ashen one or what. They would just be the player character, right? Um, but I was like, "No fucking way!" And then uh, yeah, then when Mario grabbed a thing off the ground and flung it, it didn't hit me. Like I saw a key, but my brain didn't work until I saw Mickey Mouse's head, and I went, "Oh shit!" Yeah, see, I was watching it on my phone. The way I woke up this morning was not natural. I I sleep with my phone next to me, and when it vibrates, it, like, slides a little bit closer to me. So my phone was, like, underneath my back, and it was just vibrating constantly. And I picked it up, and I was like, what's happening? And it was just repeated texts from Taylor and Joey saying, where are you? Wake up. You need to see this. It's happening. It's happening. (laughs) And I was like, okay, what are they talking about? And I was like, oh, my God, the Smash Direct is today. So I pulled it up, rewound at the beginning, and then as soon as I saw that Mickey Mouse keychain, I started bawling my eyes out like a little baby and sobbing in bed. It it was a good one. Now, me and BJ have talked, and I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, as much as I like this, I think I personally would have rather had somebody else, but with how much nostalgia and like love I have for this series, I'm still excited. Yeah, and he, he brought up the... Um, the ballad from a couple years back where people voted for Bayonetta and she got in and he was like we got so many requests for him from around the world that we went back to that and decided it was time well I like that 
I like that apparently this is also partly Awada's doing too. Mm-hmm. Is like a, apparently Awada wanted to see Sora and Smash. And so I, I kind of like that this is like the fun. I don't know. It's it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but fuck the emotional shit. <laughs> he looks awesome in game. Dude, he, he probably looks better than any of the other DLC fighters in my opinion. All of his alternates are from canon. Bro. Timeless River. That one, I was like, okay, that would be really cool, but they'll never do it, and they fucking did it. <laughs> I knew we were going to get his main outfits from 1, 2, and 3. When I saw Dream, I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, but there's like eight. He's going to have like eight versions of himself. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Valorform, Wisdom. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And then yeah, then I'm like, oh, yeah, they missed five. What's And then, boom, Timeless River. I was like, well, no fucking way. Yeah. That's so cool. I was, I was happier to see that than I would have been for Tron or... Halloween Town, I think. Uh, see, that was the thing too. Is like I forgot. There's like so many they could have done, and I'm I I like that. I feel like the other outfits would have been straight up like, okay, di- these are Disney IPs. Yeah. So Timeless River is cool, and I like that they did. I wonder, of course, the the they use Hollow Bastion. Yeah. Uh, slash the world in between shit. Dive to the heart. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Um, Shion and Smash, though. I saw Shion, and that's when I started to shed a tear. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's my girl. I saw that, and I was like, they could have put anybody up there, and they chose Shion. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> hey, I got my girl's getting the representation she deserves. Yeah. When I saw Tara up there, I was like, they did it. So hey, I'm very excited for this. I'm So I didn't watch the whole trailer. Mm-hmm. What music did they pick? Did you see that list? There's nine tracks. Okay. Um, they obviously couldn't get any of the Utada songs, sadly, because their agency owns all of that, and Japanese talent agencies are like Awful. the actual yakuza. Yeah. So, um, they they have a bunch of like the um. Oh my gosh, I need to talk about that in a second. Continue. Okay. Uh, there's nine tracks in the game. Um, a lot of the like iconic stuff, like battle themes. Um, the victory fanfare is one of them nice and that plays they have an arranged version of that by the actual kingdom hearts composer good um for his victory theme so that's really nice and then there's a 10th track that you can only unlock if you have save data for melody of memory on your switch and that's the swing version of um the uh menu song i can't remember the name of it nice but yeah it it sounds really good i think it's gonna work well in the game this i mean this is the thing with Smash Bros. is It's literally a like a love letter to video games. Because, yes, there, there are people in the Smash Bros. subreddit who are getting salty as hell. Of course. I mean, it happens with every character. It doesn't matter. But, like, there are people who are like... Like, my favorite comment was someone said, Who fucking asked for this? And literally the next comment, Apparently everyone, if you go by the ballot. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing was, Okay, who with a fucking brain cell asked for this? And I'm just like, okay, you fucking... You just want to be mad. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you it's literally hose mad. Yeah. I so. saw someone on TikTok. I haven't seen... Usually, I see, like, a bunch of hate videos right after a Smash reveal. Today, I didn't see any. I saw one guy that was, like, really happy about it, and the comments were all just like, what a trash pick. Why didn't they choose Waluigi? And in my head, I'm like, you wanted Waluigi over Sora? I think the meme has become just too much at this point for that. Yeah, like, so. the people that are legitimately wanting Waluigi are sheep. Yeah. I mean, I can see that being, like, a, a, a fun comment to post, like, five years ago. But 
it's at this point every time I see people go Waluigi, I'm like, fuck off at this yeah. point. There's a reason he's on the game. It's because Sakurai said nah. Yeah. I will say, though, and this, this one is a gripe that I, I agree with. Joker, Hero, Sephiroth, Sora. I might be missing Byleth. <laughs> Who all? That's five. All who come from JRPGs. <laughs> yeah, but those games, when you look at them individually, are so different from each other. At least, you know, mostly. Um, depends still, on which Final Fantasy VII you're looking at. Yeah. But uh, I still find it funny, though, because it's like, yeah, because like, that was an argument I saw that I kind of agreed with. It was like, oh, it's just a bunch of JRPG characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I get that. I, I definitely understand. Oh, Pyra and Mithra. So yeah. five. That's true. Or six, whatever they are. Um, yeah, so it's it's one of those where like I can understand people getting upset at that part, but to me, Sora transcends that because like Kingdom Hearts is such a beloved f- franchise. Yeah, and they for his move set, they definitely focused on the platforming and action combat stuff from his series, which awesome. Yeah, the um, I got re- this is really stupid, but the um, the Sonic Blade attack that he has, I got really excited just to see the lock on reticle appear on your enemies. Bro, I saw that. And I was like, no fuck, oh hell yeah, <laughs> I I'm very excited for this. It looks cool. I'm there's I'm a lot like, of love thrown into this, dude. It yeah, I I think they did a good job with this one, like absolutely, and I'm very excited to play as Sora. Definitely. When does it come out, or is it? Out? It's the 18th okay, so of this month. Very soon. So, by the time I have my OLED in hand, we'll be able to play Sora. Hell yeah! I like that. Uh, I think Sakurai was trying to make a reference to that thing I talked about before—the Mushroom Kingdom Hearts ad and Nintendo Power Having- with Mario picking up the Keyblade. Um, he does that stuff all the time. Yeah. So I, I think that's what that was. That's oh, that's so cool. But yeah, Sora's in Smash. Uh, it's the last character, so hard deconfirmed to everybody else that everybody wanted, like Geno and Crash and all that shit. So yep. it is what it is. Yeah, but uh, Silver Lining, you got the game. It's amazing. Shitload of characters and content in there that you'll probably never see all of. And now Sakurai can make other games. <laughs> For real, I'm so glad he's going to get to take a break. He, uh, at the end of the presentation, he said, for the last time, goodbye. Huh. So sad. that makes me think, okay, maybe Smash is done for at least a good while, and well, he's going to get to make some other masterpieces. I guarantee you they're just going to port this one. That's what I'm thinking, um, too. And I wouldn't be surprised if like they, they have somebody else helmet, but he's definitely going to be done with Smash for a minute. Definitely, and I'm okay with that because we've been saying forever that we want to see what he can do, like Uprising again. I want to see a Kid Icarus again. Absolutely, Uprising's so good. It to me is the biggest sleeper hit of the 3DS. I definitely agree. So I I fucking love that game. Um, But let's. uh, I I've actually been playing another game, and I don't know why I forgot about this because. Let me set the stage for you. You remember high school? Yes. You know how there's bullies in high school? Uh-huh. Have you ever wanted to have a blue aura fill fill your entire body and drop kick a bully 
off a four-story window down to the pavement. I think that's the kind of thing to get you on the news. <laughs> Welcome to Lost Judgment. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bro, you can heat move some high school bullies. Now, granted, cutscene is very different from combat. Mm-hmm. Combat, the way that they, they, they put this is there is a scene, right? So I'm playing Lost Judgment, and you meet these bullies who are trying to, they're, they're like beating on this like old dude who runs a store. They're trying to get him to say something on camera so they can get him fired. They're just mm-hmm. being dicks. And Yagami and his boy Kaito come in and say, hey, I'm going to smack the bitch out of you. <laughs> and you proceed to then full on like murder these kids. <laughs> And they are children. They are high schoolers. Right. You full, like, heat moves and all. But those hands ready to eat for everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, and then, right, after brutal, like, I did the thing where you could run on the wall and, like, jump back and, like, fucking kick the dude. Jesus. And he, like, flings. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And then later on, by the way, Yagami has to go to the high school to be, like, a confidant or whatever. I don't, I'm not spoiling this game for people because it's really fun. And you see those fucking kids again. Fine, by the way. No no scrapes or bruises. And when Yagami talks to the principal, he's like... Yagami says, there was a little scuffle, but no one got hurt. <laughs> and my brain went back to me slamming some high school kid's face into the concrete. And I'm like, I fucking love this game. And then you get to fight more bullies in the school. <laughs> and I'm like, God, this is so good. Also, Yagami is pretty much just Steve Buscemi. In the how do you do, fellow kids? Because you got you gotta get on these kids' good side by showing your karaoke, not karaoke, your dance skills, your skateboarding skills, and your robotics club activity. And I'm like, this is the fucking best game ever. <laughs> I love Lost Judgment so far. Very interesting. I just the fact that you can beat the shit out of high schoolers is hilarious. And I may or may not have taken out my anger on some of these high school people that come into Moe's all the time <laughs> on these stupid ass kids in game. Just, just fucking want extra steak. <laughs> I'm gonna get a text from Moe's tomorrow where it's like, I just got fired because I slammed a high schooler's face into the grill. <laughs> That's my heat action is yank, <laughs> yank him behind the counter, just. Pfft. Slam on the clamshell and bring it down. <laughs> it's the chef summoned from seven. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, Lost Judgment's good though so far. I haven't played too much in it, but I that 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 made give me so much joy. It was so funny. But um there is we're gonna talk about Venom. There's one story that I feel like we need to talk about. Okay. Alright. I'm gonna. I'm pulling up a thing, and I want to get your full reaction to what I'm gonna show you. All right. Um. I want you to read this. This article right here, verbatim. Like, don't don't like think about it. Just full read what you what you see right there. The one at the top. Uh, no, the one, uh, now the one at the top. Read it. Random. Rapper Soldier Boy claims he owns Atari. Atari doesn't agree. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh my 
my god. So this is a whole roller coaster I got to deal with. Uh, I just found out about this. This is back in August. Mm-hmm. But I just found out about this. And we didn't talk about it then. We're talking about it now because it's hilarious. Um, So Soldier Boy goes online and starts claiming... He owns Atari. He's got a T-shirt, a hat, the whole nine yards. Saying, "Hey, it's great. I'm about to. We're gonna make some moves, guys. I own Atari. I'm 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 the first rapper to own a game company." He's going on about this. Atari comes out the woodwork saying, "No, our 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 owner's still here. You don't own Atari. I mean, like you know, it's uh, I guess whatever it means. You this own is. Atari merchandise for sure." <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> Soldier Boy then goes on saying, nah, I do own Atari. I've got proof. And he pulls up some contract looking thing and I'm, and people are like, okay, okay. And then people decided to, to look in on that. Uh huh. <laughs> he owns... Atari cryptocurrency. Oh my god! That he thought meant he owned he, he owned the company. Are you shitting my dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this man, and th- this is what I want to get out of this. The main thing: how much did he spend on that cryptocurrency to think he owns the fucking company? Way too fucking. Somebody much. got paid, bruh. And and so he thinks he full thought he owned the company. Because he bought cryptocurrency. He bought what's called Atari tokens. <laughs> and he goes, so either A, he's really dumb, or two, he thought he bought enough stock in the company to become an owner. He's definitely the dumbest person that's ever existed. <laughs> like, I had a whole fucking like meltdown over this because I thought it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. You, you can't. You can't fuck up that bad and be so confident about it and not be the stupidest person to ever live, right? Like yeah. he went on on social media said, "I got the receipts and it's the wrong receipt." What a fucking clown. This made this made my day, bro. This made my day. Bonus <laughs> points. Uh this one, this one I I now, I then heard more about this, so there's a podcast called Castle Super Beast. Fully mm-hmm. recommend it. Uh, they talked about this as well after I'd found out about it, but they talked about a different article that had them howling, and I want you to read it as well. Oh, boy. All right. Same same issue. Top article. Don't, top article. Don't okay. think. Just read. All right. Snoop Dogg's stream has been muted for a week, and his fans can't tell <laughs> Makes this even funnier. Twitch muted him for playing his own music. No way. Yeah. <laughs> they were he was playing copyrighted music. The the audacity. <laughs> Dude, I was howling when when they read that on their podcast because I'm like, there's no fucking way. And I looked up the article and I'm like, there dude. The the way that I found out Snoop Dogg was streaming was that he was playing Kingdom Hearts 3. What the what what the <laughs> fuck? You haven't seen this clip? No. No. So he, Oh my god. He's fighting Yozora. Like, like he's full on like in it. Like Snoop Dogg has been talking about how much of a Kingdom Hearts fan he is. And he he goes through and he's fighting Yozora. 
he beats him and he has a sliver of health left and then Yozora does that thing where he gets back up and his health bars refill and Snoop like he puts in the command to heal and then um, it like gets cancelled or something by something that Yozora does and Snoop ends up dying and he just rages and says fuck this fucking bullshit Yozora ass motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and I think he ends the stream there but like <laughs> I need to see this after the podcast. Oh my gosh. Bro, that's... Oh, that's so good. Yeah. F- fuck this bullshit, you sore ass. Oh, that man. And the, uh, that and the Spyro commercial he did are like my two favorite things. Oh, man. I love... I want to see more celebrities try to get in on this because this shit is hilarious. Bro, Soldier Boy is... Chris the- Pratt stream Mario Odyssey. I honestly, yeah, I, I think that'd be great. I think it'd be really good publicity for that movie. Yeah. Anyway, technical difficulties aside, we're running running kind of closer towards the end, so let's go ahead and let's talk about this movie we saw uh, on su- Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, it was Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So me and BJ went to go see Venom. Let there be carnage. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this movie? thought it was a really good romantic comedy it really was <laughs> i bro that i'm gonna be real there was one part in the movie that made me uncomfortable and it's when he's talking to Anne and venom and he's like i messed up and i miss you and i'm like who, who are you talking to yeah and like i get that was the point but i'm sitting here going like i it was definitely a little strange. Um, Other than that, though, and I feel bad for her because she just got damseled. Yeah, yeah that's so true. That kind of sucked. But so did Dan, though. D- yeah. <laughs> so did everybody who wasn't a symbiote. They all got damseled. Yeah. Um. But no, honestly, yeah. All joking aside, is a really good movie. But they they really went in on the joke of they're they're a couple. Yeah. Without being a couple. Uh, speaking of that. I was really happy to see that they brought back sexy female Venom for this movie. They definitely took the fan recommendation on that. It was very short, but they brought it back. And everyone who saw that, I saw you visibly react to that. Yeah, I, I, there was like two points in the movie where I stopped and just looked directly over at Luke away from the screen. (laughs) One of them was, was when... Was I, It was like, Anne's now talking all this fucking sexy shit to Venom, and it's like, okay, what? And then immediately, I see I see out of the corner, BJ just turn to me, because he knows what's coming. <laughs> I had a big cartoon smile on my face. And then, and then yeah, She-Venom's there, and this man, this man, instead of looking at She-Venom, is staring at me like, you see it? You see that <laughs> thing? <laughs> I was like, it's the thing I like, look! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it it was fun though. I, it's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's it, like it's not good, but it's fun. Yeah, which same with the first movie. Yeah, they're not good movies, but they're very fun, entertaining movies, and I think that's all that matters. Because, damn it, I, if I can sit through Fast and Furious, I can sit through this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is this was just fun. I just want a cut of this movie with way more metal. Because I felt like in the the big climactic fight between Venom and Carnage. They start with that, and then it turns into like an arranged. Oh, that like that guitar thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, I wanted it to just be fucking Doom 2016 all through that. 
I honestly want to see. I really. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to see R-rated Carnage. Yeah, which we're definitely not getting anymore after that postcard scene. We, um, we, well, I don't know. We need to see what they do with Deadpool first. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I, I, uh, I thought Woody Harrelson did a pretty decent job. Um, I saw somebody complaining how like how can a symbiote hack into the government computer from a laptop, and I went, that's actually an ability Carnage has. Yeah. That is, he full on can do that, and I'm like, okay, sure. Um. Scream was kind of wasted. Yeah, I I definitely agree with her, that. Her whole arc was just, I miss my boyfriend. Oh, no, my boyfriend's going to die. All right, he's here again. That whole little subplot didn't feel super genuine to me. No. But um, I guess it can be shooed away by the fact that they're insane. But um, there, there there's one part that I really want to shout out, and it's the one F-bomb of this movie. The one. Yeah, they, they got their one in. Yeah, and, and they, was, they used it well. <laughs> and Venom, fuck this guy. And and bites Woody Harrelson's head off. I, I loved it even more because it's like Eddie and uh, Cletus are having this conversation where Cletus is just like, I just wanted to feel close to somebody. I felt like we could have had that. And then Eddie feels bad for him. He's like, you know what? I'm sorry, but you, you've taken it too far. And then <laughs> Venom's like, no, fuck this guy. <laughs> And just bites his head off, no hesitation. <clears throat> it was great. It was so funny. I I, I, I like this. Uh, I like this movie. I had fun with it. I know there's people who are not gonna like this movie and who are gonna be very upset that 100%. it's making money. But um, I think I'm more excited about the fact that like, the end. So I I had told BJ the post credit scene at Matt's party while we were drunk. Um. And I forget because you said don't tell me, and then somehow around you said okay, fine, tell me. And I I don't remember the conversation, so either oh, way, <laughs> it was a good surprise. But I I told I told him before, <laughs> and so you we we had a, a bit of a flip that entire post credit scene. I'm looking at BJ, just like I want to see what happens, I want to see what his reaction, <laughs> and you're just kind of like okay, okay, and then you see the thing, and I see you go <laughs> like why that oh <laughs> that that was such a huge like shock to me and uh the way that venom like sees tom holland on the screen and then licks it just makes me think that venom just wants to suck the soul out of tom holland i'm feel like venom is might be a little gay like after after that one scene it kind of feels like that with the uh the glow sticks and everything at the the lgbt rave yeah, was that was that an LGBT? It probably was. It seems like it it's, because well, it was it was a costume party thing. I have a theory because the person that he possesses in that scene comes in wearing the Lil Nas X boots, and you only see the bottom of the boots. But when he takes over their body, it's male venom. So I'm thinking, he, dude, it yes, was a dude. Fair enough. I it's funny too because like obviously at, at the end of the day Venom is an alien symbiote that doesn't really have a gender yeah so, but so it doesn't he, matter I think Venom just likes that girl's body and is like mm, I feel hot now I'd feel hot if I was she Venom yeah are you kidding me yeah um facts dude though no, that movie's fun though <laughs> yeah that I, was I I really enjoyed it I I also just love seeing Tom Hardy be a dork yeah it's, like it's a great change it's of pace so funny to me. Um, but yeah, let's, um, let's talk about the big thing, the post credit scene. Let's. So if you haven't seen it, spoilers, we've already kind of spoiled most of the movie anyway, but spoilers for this part, um, the ending of Venom, they're in this real shit hotel 
And Venom's like, I can show you what we symbiotes have gone through, and like I'll show you a fraction of it. And then all of a sudden... But uh, let me add on to that. Oh. He says, um, many multiverses of hive knowledge across... Or it's like uh, it's like a, a, a unified whatever hive mode across many universes. Yes. Um, and I'm like, okay, I kind of like that. I like that. And I'm at first I'm thinking they're gonna do null. It's like the King in Black shit. That would have been. Cool. And I'm like, oh shit, are we gonna get like a Venom versus Null? What the fuck? And then nah, they 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 fucking tricked you and said, all right, suck our dick. And I can guarantee you, Sony's staring at Marvel going, he's in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Middle finger up, saying, we're gonna we're gonna have Tom Holland and Tom Hardy in a movie together. I think it had to be planned. Well, so here's my theory, right? Remember, so remember when the whole Spider-Man was gonna left the MCU for that little bit because uh, they went to renegotiate. Disney was not, was not gonna pay them more money. Mm -hmm. They were like, no, we're not paying you more. And Sony said, fine, and took Spider-Man. And, and like people were like fucking freaking out and it showed that some people just really only care about the, their entertainment so they didn't give a shit who got trampled by these corporations but right. um, when that deal finally went through I think it's also when we got the Morbius trailer mm -hmm. which showed off <clears throat> Vulture Vulture, and in the background that Spider-Man post that said Menace spray painted over it mm. and then we get this movie I wouldn't be surprised if the if one of the kickers of getting Tom Holland back in the MCU was you got to let us play in your sandbox too. Yeah. And granted, they're probably only gonna play with Spider-Man. So like, so Marvel still gets their Spider-Man movies, but Sony gets to do their Spider-Man shit. Yeah. And then they go, okay, so you're probably not gonna. You might hear small nods in other movies about a black goo monster or the vampire. Right. Like when the. Uh the Netflix Daredevil show happened and they kept calling the Avengers the event. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be the same thing. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I'm just excited to see. I think what the, what's going to happen is they're not going to have a Venom 3 or a Spider-Man 4. It's going to be a team-up movie. I or or, a ver or like a Godzilla vs. Kong situation where it's just like we're going to see Spider-Man fight Venom. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to split off and do their sequel movies. I think it's going to be one of the end credit scenes in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I definitely think we're gonna we're gonna see Tom Hardy somewhere in that movie, mm -hmm. and people are gonna go, "Oh shit!" Yep. So it was it was fun though. That was a really good movie. Or it was a really fun movie. Yeah, I I really had a good time watching it. Yeah, I I'm. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking fun. But uh, yeah, I. It's definitely a movie I'm getting on a. Uh, on blue on 4K, uh, and I'm very excited about the future for this character and what they're gonna do with Spider-Man and so on and so forth. Yeah, it, there's big things potentially on the horizon. Yeah, I. And then yeah, it makes uh. It makes me excited because especially with the box office for this movie been fucking killing it i i haven't heard anything about the box office how's it how's it look um venom debuted at 90 million wow that is the biggest pandemic run it beat the shit out of shang chi for that, its weekend that's that's really refreshing <clears throat> yeah it's the biggest u.s opening of the pandemic wow um 
Shang-Chi was good, but I think I actually did have a better time watching Venom. But and, and this is a good this is honestly a good week like week for movie theaters because both Venom and uh, Bond are in the theaters right now. That's true, yeah. And then you're gonna keep getting the Shang-Chi money. Um but yeah. Pretty much Venom 3 is absolutely gonna happen. Cause if they and and I will say if they just they have to keep making these movies fun. Yeah. If they make Venom Three and it's a super serious thing and it's like these movies only work because they're stupid fun. I think I think they've started to understand that too because the first one was like it, it had its serious moments and tried to be kind of one thing, right? And but then in, yeah, in this one it's like even in the serious moments they're still like quipping and inter- internal do- dialogue or whatever, and it's all just like a fun ride. It did not feel like it's runtime because it was it, it was, was going. It never stopped, and I was super appreciative about that because like in the so the movie was short. It's an hour thirty, so mm-hmm. it's literally ha- it's an hour and a half. But man, it ran. Yeah, it it hit the ground running, and there was never a dull moment, which is fantastic for a Sony movie. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, like this is definitely like. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse and the two Venom movies are pretty much their only good things they've done since Spider-Man 2. Yeah, and they I think they're I think they're grasping onto that and realizing what they need to do now. Well, that's probably why they they were very adamant that they wanted to be a part of the MCU is that like by association we're going to make money. Yeah, cuz exactly. the Spider-Man movies, I who gets the movies out of those? Is it Sony or Marvel? Uh it's it's a weird deal. I remember before it was like Sony got the the marketing stuff, or Disney got the marketing, and Sony got cut like in all some the merchandise of the, and all the other stuff. I think so, but like the the merchandise compared to something else wasn't even. It was like night and day profits, so it was kind of a shit deal, and that kind of kicked off the whole thing. Um, but yeah, it at this point, I think they're probably gonna renegotiate again just to make it more amicable. Because you can't stop now. You open the floodgates. Well, that's the thing. This movie opened it. Like, fuck it. Like, Morbius, you could have gone, oh, it's Andrew Garfield's universe, and we could, you know, we can kind of do something different. And yeah, sure, Vulture's there, but that's easily swept under the rug. Yeah. You now cannot sit there and look at Tom Holland. Yeah, Venom, Venom stood up, looked at a TV with Tom Holland on it, and licked it. You can't undo I, that. I'm ex- I wonder if what that's from, right? Mm-hmm. Is he licked it in a way? Because obviously we make the jokes of like Venom is super gay, right? But based on that scene, right? He talked about the multiple universe things. Do you think he has the memories of Spider-Man Three? I mean, the, the, and if that's the case, right? He knows about Spider-Man. He probably saw this guy, saw the spider emblem, saw someone who kind of looked like Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and was like, "I'm gonna tear." his fucking throat open. Well, I mean, they enjoy the taste of his flesh. And like, I, I'm, I'm super excited on what that might be. And Hey, maybe that means we'll get venom with the spider symbol. Now that would be sick. Um, see that I kept telling you through the whole movie. I was like, this shot kind of mirrors like the church fight in three. Yeah. And then there's the scene where, you know, he lets the girl down with his little web tendril. And I was like, that kind of looks like when Gwen Stacy fell, um, so like, I felt like they were trying to tease that and with the dialogue where he's like, Oh, I have, have my knowledge of myself from all over the place. I think that's what they're going for. So man, it's going to be weird. I'm, ex- 
I will say, this makes me way more excited for No Way Home now. Yeah. <laughs> that there's a possibility not only are we getting out for Melina as Doc Ock, we're going to get William Defoe as uh, Goblin, Jamie Foxx as Electro. We might get a Venom cameo somewhere. Yeah. And that is just like pie-in-the-sky dreams. I never thought that one would happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, as the thing is, Tom Holland's a pretty decent actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that Devil in Our Time movie he did with, like, Sebastian Stan and some of those other... It's like a kind of that old-school... I, I saw the trailers for it, and I thought it looked good, but I haven't seen it's it. It's really good. So it shows he can definitely act, like, really well, like, outside of the MCU shit. Um, and then Tom Hardy's a great actor. So I'm very excited to see those two, if they have a movie together, play off one another. That was another thing that I thought mirrored. It felt like at three different points, they mirrored all three different Spider-Men. And there's the part where Venom is laying in the church with all the rubble on top of him. He's like, come on, you got to get up with a toxic Avenger. <laughs> Lethal protector. Lethal protector, whatever. But uh, that felt very much like uh, Homecoming when he's trapped under the rubble. So so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I cannot wait to see where they go with this. I'm super happy with what we got. Yeah. But yeah, we're guaranteed Venom is going to make money. And other people were saying, like, I saw someone say, how, how could this movie do better than Shang-Chi so far? And I'm like, it's very simple. No one knows who the fuck Shang-Chi is. Everybody, Everybody knows, Venom. knows Venom. People that have never picked up a comic book before know Venom. Well, case in point, he was in a Spider-Man movie. He's been in all almost every TV show. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the first movie did really well. Yeah. it. The first Venom movie outsold Wonder Woman. Wow. And Wonder Woman was the good one. Yeah, that's like, for a long time, that was the good DC movie. And it's like, damn. And I remember, I remember hearing people get mad at that, being like, why the fuck is this movie doing so good? And I'm like... Because it's just entertaining. I went to see it four fucking times in theaters. Yeah, I was very. I just liked it. It was fun, and I bought that shit immediately on 4K. So I, I love this movie. I'm very excited. We got Let There Be Carnage. Still a stupid ass name. I still hate that fucking name. Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, just yeah. call it Maximum Carnage. Yeah, I, I can see why they wouldn't do that because that sets up way too many expectations in my mind I guess um but yeah Venom was good I, I'd give it like uh, enjoyment wise I'd give it an 8 out of 10 I think if I was actually supposed to grade the fucking thing probably like a 5 yeah if I was a if I was a film bro asshole I would probably give it a 5 too yeah but out of just me going in with a fucking large high C <laughs> That was another thing I thought was weird about this movie. Luke Luke looks at a vending machine with every different type of drink you could ever want and he goes with high C. I'm not a I'm not a soda guy. Like I I don't like Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper really. They didn't even have Dr. Pepper, it was Pib Extra. And they were out of that. <laughs> well, same shit. Like it's the thing where like to me it's like I don't like the fizziness of sodas, which by the way, that that machine is shit anyway. Because that, that high C was fucking... Fl- like, there was barely any sugar in there. Yeah, it's, there it's got to be something with those, like, flavor packet things they have to shove well, in there. Well, that's the thing. I At Moe's, ours don't taste that shitty. <laughs> like, ours tastes fine. I know because I drink that shit. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? It's, it is so baffling to me. Like, that, that was the worst fruit punch drink I've ever had in my life because there was, like, no sugar in it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? It was just like uh, sparkling water that's gone flat. Pretty much, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Any last minute um, additions? Because we, we probably have a little bit more time to, to kill or not. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring up how crazy this month is going to be. Um, oh, yeah, there's a lot of fuck, fucking things coming There's out. There's a lot. Monkey Ball comes out today. Uh, Far Cry and Back Back for Blood are back to back. Yeah. Uh, SMT5, Metroid Dread at the end of this week, along with the, the OLED. So... You'll definitely have more to say about that. So, like, for for next podcast, definitely mess around with the OLED. Yeah, I'm, see what it's like. As soon as I get home on Friday, I'm switching out my docks and my TV setup, switching over everything from my OG Switch to the OLED, and then heading to Alabama for that My Hero Con. Oh yeah, you got that too. I got my fat gum boots in, by the way, so costume complete and ready, ready to pull some hell yeah. bitches as fat gum. You know he pulls bitches anyway. Obviously. That man has the best game, I guarantee you. 100%. I forgot that this month... Uh, October's always stacked. Yeah. But yeah, we got Shimigami, we got Shimigami 5, Metroid Dread. I'm honestly really excited for Far, or Far Cry 6. I'm probably the most excited for that one. That Far Cry always hits, ever since 3. I didn't, so, I didn't like 4, but that was just personal. That's a pretty general consensus, and I hear. 5 was really good. With the exception of the stupid ass ending, um, yeah. New Dawn was. Eh. I like the gameplay in New Dawn yeah. and some of the aesthetics, but the story didn't hit as hard for no, me. I I never played Primal, so I can't speak on that one. That one, it was kind of just like four. But well, it was it was like it was like New Dawn was to five. Yeah, where it's the same fucking map, they just changed it for what they're doing. But the uh, the expansion pass for six. Have you seen the trailers for that? The fucking th- villain shit. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be interesting. I'm more excited to see Jason as the villain. Yeah. Bro, I, I played Far Cry 3 a lot. So when I see when I saw Jason appear and say, boom, motherfucker, I was like, yes! Yeah, that was a very hype trailer. I, I'm very excited for that. I'm it's They actually made me give a shit about a season pass. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm probably going to be buying that season pass just to play as these three villains. Definitely. The season pass for 5, I think, was good, but, like... They didn't have anything that interesting. Well, the season pass for five was just pretty much like you know whatever. Also, Blood Dragons getting remastered. So yeah, that's I'm good. Excited about that one. That's going to be a lot of people's game of the year, I think. Yeah, Blood Dragon has a legacy. I'm I'm very excited. Uh, Far Cry Six, I think, is my most anticipated of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Shin Megami Tensei Five, but it's more of like cool another JRPG. Because my my thing with Shin Megami Tensei is it's always just been like it's not Persona. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I know there's probably some like. Megaton heads were gonna fucking flip at that statement, but like, oh yeah, hundred percent. They're the most annoying fucks on the face of this planet. To me, Persona is more polished, and I think it's because it makes more money. Well, they they seem with this one at least, from what I can see from the trailers, they're trying to bring in that Persona audience to mainline. Well, that was kind of what like uh, the Tokyo Mirage session was. Yeah, which was like it was more of a uh, Persona game realistically than it was a Megaton game, but it was you know Fire Emblem cross you know idols mm-hmm. but the the big thing with mainline smt is that the uh the other characters that you meet the ones that are actual characters you get a cutscene with them every couple of hours and then that's about it but in this one it's like okay you have a task force um there's a guy that looks just like ryuji but in a hat so i'm sure it's just going to be mainline ryuji i'm i'm sure they're trying to like interlace some of those like character relationships because there are a lot of cutscenes with all these characters together so I could see some social link stuff being put in 
I don't know if I want the social link stuff put in because I think that's what makes Persona very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely want to see just more character because fucking four. Jesus Christ, the like I'm like, all right, cool. I met this guy and like I go through the whole fucking game. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Oh right. And like, yeah, I I, I like Shin Megami Tensei. Like, I really love the Devil Survivor and Devil Summoner. What were the, the two 3DS remakes? Devil Survivor and Survivor Two. Yeah, well, yeah, Survivor. Yeah, Survivor Two. Give us Devil Survivor Three on the Switch, dog. Just port those two. I want to play those games again. Yeah, I'm mad. And they're I'm, they're hella expensive I'm now. I'm mad because I sold them because I'm a dumbass. Um, Spring Hill GameStop had them for reasonable prices the other day. If they still have them, when I go there next, I'll send you a text. I will pay you back all the money. <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, yeah, I'm very excited for that. I think Monkey Ball, obviously, is going to be that just fun side game to play whenever. Definitely. Um, back for Blood, I'm very excited for. For just... You, me, and Joey need to play that. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. I'm excited for that game. Is that cross-player? I say it was. Think it is. I think. I think so. Um, yeah. If not, I'll get it on PlayStation so I can play with Joey. If it is, I'm just buying it on Xbox. Right. Because that bitch on Game Pass. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, October's stacked. There's probably other games we're forgetting too. Definitely. But those are the big ones. Those are the ones that are at the forefront of our minds. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. It's a very fun episode today. Uh, let us know if you want us to do more movie reviews like this. Like, if we actually see a movie together and do it instead of just like the Godzilla vs. Kong thing. Because mm-hmm. that was fun, but that was more of a special. We thought it was funny to do like our first movie review as a stupid ass yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, let us know there. We're, we might make, you know, exceptions for that. Obviously, me and BJ have a plan for another movie that I showed him the other day. Yep. Um, for one of those. And uh, who knows? We might get mad in on it. Do uh, there is a Full Metal Alchemist live action movie? We could I get, still haven't seen that. We too. could we could honestly watch that with Matt and record a podcast for it. That'd be good. But let us know what y'all want to see. Uh, I will hopefully have the second Kingdom Hearts episode out within the next month. Um, it's a I I I Landon came by Moe's and I I told him you're a bitch, um, <laughs> and he laughed. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll have that out. Especially with Sora coming out in, in that, I probably need to get out soon so I yeah. can get that fucking those clicks. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. Uh, as always, be a dick, don't be an asshole, and take it sleazy. <laughs>